10 minutes before we're about to start, you send me a message. Hey, use your stream yard. I'm just thinking it'd probably be better if I didn't do anything on my laptop but join. And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. Podcast. Shane, why do you look scared? What's the face for? <laughs> I was trying to say the opening and Shane looks like he's scared to death. Are you nervous because I hit record on the video part? Is that it's what's going definitely, on? Yeah, I don't, it's not that. I don't do these. I don't do these. He doesn't record very much. Uh, I was saying, Dynasty Trades HQ Podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at yeah. FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Brown At Dynasty Madman. <laughs> And the nervous, scared, uh, camera shy Shane Manila. He's so what shy. What is good? <laughs> what yes. is good? Um, I just got back from L.A., which was awesome. I had a great time in L.A. You know what's really funny? We have the the um, Fantasy Football Expo coming up, and unfortunately, two of the three of us are not going to be able to make it. And during the show, we'll tell you which two are not coming. But uh, <laughs> but I just did the, the General Hospital fan club thing in uh, L.A. And what was really funny is I met all these people that I've been talking to on Twitter for the last three years. And I met them in person. And it felt like being at the Fantasy Football Expo when we all finally meet all the fantasy the, football the people. The first year was awesome. Yeah. Was that <laughs> a, you took a, picture, took a picture with Susan Lucci, right? No, Susan Lucci was an all mature person. No, 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 Susan Lucci. No, she's still alive, and she may actually be showing up on General Hospital. They've been hinting about it a little bit, but no. Erica Kane. Yeah, Erica Kane, the character of Erica Kane, may show up. Jackson Montgomery just showed up, but yeah, I had a great time meeting a whole bunch of people, and there was a lot of. It's funny that you even know that. You saw all those pictures I posted on Facebook. He, he saw all your pictures. Well, because I, yeah, I know I, I do know soap operas from like the when I was growing up. Uh-huh. I would not go to school. Oh. These are the days of our lives. Exactly. I didn't like school. So uh-huh. I, I'd watch soap operas. Uh, <laughs> Shane's at home like Sam. That was the best yeah. thing on. Uh, yeah. Fort Charles. Oh. Uh, General Hospital every day at three o'clock. I was big when uh, I was very big on it when Sonny and Brenda were together and then Brenda fell on the lake and <laughs> was dead for three years and then came back. And three Jason, years. Jason was a mob enforcer, but we're not really sure who the mob was, but he was also a quarter main, but he didn't remember it. Because wow. You really watched. This. Oh, my you God. Shit. Dude, we've yeah. been talking for a decade. I didn't know you knew any of that stuff. Yeah. Vanessa Marcel. Yeah. Brenda was like my favorite ever. And and yeah. she was supposed to be there this weekend. But Sonny, Maurice Bernard, I've met him a million times. I, I've done a lot of yeah. stuff with him. Shane but, is such but a that's so great that you gentleman. knew all that stuff. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I've been doing that this thing for like 20 something years but it's the first time i met a whole bunch of people on twitter in person that i've been talking to about general hospital since like the pandemic but then that's what the pulp the pop culture blitz on the screen is right there you know it wasn't supposed to be about soap operas but it turned into that but uh but it reminds me of being at the canton at the fantasy football expo and unfortunately I have to go back and forth to L.A. like three times in the next four weeks, and it just messed up my whole schedule. So I'm not going to be able to be at the Fantasy Football Expo. Real nice, Mike. Oh, Real yeah. Nice. Okay. And then Jeremy is not going to be able to be there either. So Shh, don't obviously. Don't I can't do it. I'll miss you all, but you know, I will catch up with you next year and on the airwaves somewhere. So obviously Everywhere. that leaves Shane, which is awesome because you are already going to be doing some stuff with Trades Five, right? Represent 
Right. right. So that so obviously I'll be one of the three trades and five members there, and then I'll be the one of three member one of the the one of one member of the dynasty <laughs> trades hq that showed up it's my uh, hey no 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 do not put it like that <laughs> first, so then, of all, uh, first of all this is my first time missing it but don't make it sound like you're the one that uh, showed so, up so now yeah i just uh i just decided today i think i'm yeah. gonna drive out thursday night or thursday after work i'm gonna talk to my boss on monday about leaving work early on thursday uh-huh. so maybe just driving to canton um I don't know where I'll be staying. I, I believe uh, Adam did say from 40 Chess that he'll be there as a Thursday running out a uh, school. In a museum. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait. An abandoned school. Oh, an abandoned school. school? Not a current one. Not a current one. That would be weird. <laughs> I wouldn't be allowed to go. No, um, not a talk about that. Um, <laughs> but that's probably what I'm going to do. And then, uh, yeah, I'm going to get absolutely uh, hammered on Thursday. Yeah, for um, sure, man. And Friday. And then Saturday, not so much, because I'm going to be on the Dynasty panel on Sunday, and I'll yeah, be doing save it. a live show for I mean, Dynasty Trades. Let's be real. If I have 50 bucks and I don't need it, I'm going to Canton, man. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's all you need to hang on Canton is 50 bucks. Oh, my God. You know what is funny, though? Speaking of that, Shane, so you said you watched General Hospital. There, I ended up getting to go to the real like General Hospital that's where they the shot, the, hospital. shot the opening. But I found out that's an abandoned hospital. Like, like it's just the, it's just yeah, a building there. No, no, I'm saying so. You're going to be living in an abandoned <laughs> or sleeping in an abandoned school. I went and checked out the abandoned hospital, but but no one cares where I'm going to be sleeping, what I'm going to be doing. I'll bet All you people care do care. It's <laughs> fantasy football. We've got some fantasy football news. Fancy. Wait, you can't tell them the news until you tell them about Dynasty Nerds. Dynasty Nerds sign up Nerds. for their program. You get fifteen percent off any of their memberships. Uh, so get the most expensive one you can. Maybe even think about giving them out as early pre- uh, uh, Christmas presents to your spouse or significant other. I agree. Um, I love the nerds. I, I, I gotta be honest with you. If I had a boyfriend or a girlfriend and they gifted me a Dynasty Nerd subscription, <laughs> uh, I, I want I wouldn't be mad at them. But I don't need it because I have I have membership. But, oh, you know, but awesome. if they used our promo code and they paid themselves, well then I'd be happy because you know why? Why you get money why? out of why? that? A little bit, yeah. yeah. A little not, bit. Not a lot. Not a lot. I mean, but a little bit. A little bit. It adds up. It adds yeah. up. So everyone, if you haven't signed up for Dynasty Nerds, go sign up for Dynasty Nerds. Now's a great time to do it. Check out the uh, Dynasty GM, and then uh, uh, you'll know if your team sucks. Going yep. <laughs> and shameless plug: I'm in a home league with those guys. Or well, I should say they're in my home league, Ohio league. They're a lot of fun. Uh, Rich Garrett. I mean, seriously, great people. I love this plug. I'm glad we advocate for these guys. Their podcast is almost as good as ours, I'd say. And I think you should check that out, too. So, yep. thanks for plugging that, Shane. Those guys are great. So that's awesome. So listen, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. It's been very slow in this offseason. But once we get rolling into the regular season, news breaks like hours before we do the show and everything. So there was some news that broke to this afternoon I know it's out of order, Shane, so I saw your head go back and forth. It's out of order from what you wrote here. But we finally got a decision in the Alvin Kamara, what's going to happen? Should I, should I draft him? Should I not that, draft him? I, I know a lot of people in my uh, 12 spot of uh, the Scott Fishbowl group, which I'm still in the 12 spot. So many people are all commenting that they were so happy they took him. But uh, Shane, tell everybody what happened. Him? Like, Where did they draft him? 
in uh, when I was doing this stuff, I remember there was a lot of talk, and it was like around that, um, not the six seven, but I think it was the eight nine area. And uh, I could pull it up on mine, but I remember I was going to take him and he literally went like four picks before me. So all I got to do is take a look and see where that was. And I could tell you, but, um, and I know yeah, there was that one, there was one that, that one website where, uh, during the draft, you could always find out, but, um, uh, eight dash 88, three games, isn't a big deal. Yeah. Well, that was the thing that happened. So here, so yeah, in mine, he went in the seventh round. So, um, yeah, it's not too late. I mean, look, the, the players that were going in that range, whatever, I saw a lot of Jerry Judy going off the board. In that right, range. exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, and even like you're saying, it's Kamara, James Conner, Javonta Williams, Rashad White, and Jerry Judy. They're all right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that, for any math buffs, uh, three games of a 17 game season works out to uh, <laughs> rounding up 18 percent of the season. Calvin, uh, Calvin, Alvin Kamara is missing. Alvin Kamara is missing. Yeah, not not terrible. I, I mean, there was it's a... funny man that that we organically and I, I'm sorry, I just have to say it, but it's funny because first we we don't do this, but we had Aaron Rodgers who just built himself in as a running joke, a gag, and then Alvin Kamara. We've had other players too. It's just awesome because we don't even have to try. We have these players that that do that for us. And it, it's so much fun. Like finally <laughs> Kamara and, and people were really worried about it. They thought maybe what, six games, four games, it turns out to be three. It's not even that big of a deal. Yeah. I was, Eight. I was definitely thinking four to six, but whatever. I mean, look, he, he, he got his charges moved down to a misdemeanor, which looking at that tape, I, okay. I'm not really <laughs> sure about 38 dudes. pummeling one guy is a misdemeanor. Sure. Sure. I mean, good lawyer, I guess. Um, anyway, anywho. So, yeah, three games, really not that bad. I, I I mean, look, if you drafted Kendra Miller hoping that he was going to have a six-game run and, and steal that, that, that starting spot, maybe force his way into a 50-50 opportunity, you were probably guessing wrong anyway. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Like I that's mean, that's false hope. I think. Um, yeah, I mean, if it gives you gives you three games where Kendra Miller should get a, split the carries or split the work with Jamal Williams, and then after that, I, I, I got to imagine that it's going to be the Jamal Williams Alvin Kamara show. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I hope that those first three games go well. You know, I, I'm high on Kendra Miller. So what I, the, the best I was hoping for was just to see more of him earlier than we would have when Kamara, you know, if Kamara hadn't been out and was starting, we wouldn't have seen it. So, um, I, you know, I drafted a lot of him. And, and it wasn't just because of this season, just like you draft any running backs, right, Shane? You know, you want, right. you want young running backs. So um, that was a bonus, like thinking, hey, I'm going to see more Kendra Miller earlier, sooner, maybe, and if he shows up, this is going to be a good thing. But um, you know, maybe this is a good sign. I can acquire more of him. I don't know what you think, but I'm looking at this as a positive for me getting more Kendra Miller since it's only three games. People won't be maybe as high on him because I, I definitely still am. It's interesting too because, like you know, I told you guys earlier, I've had him on my home dynasty league for pretty much ever since he was a rookie, I got him and I've, I've Kamara, had him on my yeah. team. Yeah. Kamara. But, uh, I I've just seen the pictures, Mike, when you met him, we know you really yeah, like, yeah, Alvin yeah. Kamara. And, like, and I used to tweet about touchdown, it. Every touchdown you send it but out. But that's been a couple of years. I didn't, game, I didn't, like I didn't, do, I didn't do, yeah, but I didn't do that. Yes, you did. 
No, I didn't. Not last yes, year, I didn't. Uh, yes, did. Well, whatever. Listen, but what I'm trying to say to you, both of you just plow right through me. What I'm trying to say to you is I just looked and last year he actually missed two games. So yeah. so this is yeah. really just one game more than what he missed last year, you know, so it's not it's yeah, a running I, back. I mean, three that, games. That's, yeah, that, you know. yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like a running back, I almost bake in three to four games being missed due to injury anyway, and considering that a pretty Amen. relatively healthy year. So it's really nothing. I mean, more importantly, more important than the, the suspension is how are they going to use them? Are they going to use them as a receiving back again? Or are they going to continue to use them as a grinder between the tackles? And he's going to be completely inefficient. I mean, aging back, what do you think? I mean, it's an aging back. It seems that it's easier for them to continue catching the ball rather than grinding. I mean, to get yardage. So you'd think he's still going to catch the ball more than he's going to be running it between the tackles when you have Williams and, you know, a young back, but no guarantees. We don't know what that coach is going to do. Yeah. I mean, that's what you would think, but you know, that it's a different team this year with Derek Carr there. It's a different team with Michael Thomas allegedly going to play football. Who knows? Finally, <laughs> after four years, yeah. three we'll, years later. We'll see. I, but if I had to bet my money on Alvin Kamara's production, I'm guessing he's a low running back one, high end running back two. Oh, you really? You guys still think – do you think so too, Mike? You think he's a running back one still, even like a, let's say, top 12 running back in any capacity? Or do you think he's going to fall outside of that? Because that's 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 the biggest question, really, is where where is he going to be in fantasy points? I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping, obviously, because I do. Ha- I just saw I have him in HQ one as well. You know, the one thing that happened last year with him is he missed the two games, but he only scored what four touchdowns all year. That was the mm. big thing that that because he still got. It says here he got 900 rushing yards, and yeah. the year before he had 950 something, but he also had like eight touchdowns or something like that the year before. I'm not sure. I mean, if yeah. it, look, as bad as he was last year and as bad as a, as a running back, a pure running back is that he's been the last couple of years. That's where I'm been, going. He's still been the RB four and then the yeah. RB 13. I mean, and- honestly, when you have a back that that's that good in the passing game and that's his, you know, number one attribute, when you look at who they have on the roster, why would they, why would anyone uh, shy away from that? Like, that's what Kamara's going to do when he comes back. He's going to be catching the ball. I mean, I got to believe that. That's where he's been used. That's where he's good. That's where you want him to be is catching the football, you know? Yeah, and I didn't finish what I was saying. What I was going to say to you about the touchdown things, the the thing is that I did notice, and you guys both just said it about catching he's never rushed for over a 1,000 yards, which I didn't realize that till I, I was talking to some people a couple months back, and then I looked at it. I mean, the most he's ever rushed for is, uh, it says 932 yards, and that was only one year. So well, it's because, yeah, I mean, it's because he went on that. He started his career off with the four straight seasons of 81 or more reception. Well, that's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's so, that's like wide receiver one numbers practically right there, right? But I mean, so that's the like, point, you know, top shelf wide receiver. Yeah, so the point is, is even if he did lose those, you know, he, if he loses all those touchdowns where he only got four touchdowns or whatever, if he's still going to get all the receiving yards, and especially with the way a lot of our leagues are, you get the receptions for the catches. There's, our, there's leagues now. Now where you get the first down points, you get the the rush attempts. You know, there's yeah, so many that. different things that could go into it. So somebody like him, I think, because ultimately your question was, do you, do I think he still has some value? And I I believe so, yes. And especially depending on what kind of rules your league has. You know, I know Scott Fishbowl even had some kind of different rules, and that's one of the reasons why I 
I just was hoping he was going to fall to where yeah, I, I thought I was going to grab him, but I didn't. When you get the, yeah. you know, you get the rushing attempts or the yards per carry, you know, you get that, uh, go, the bonus for, for rushing. Go, go ahead, Shane. I was just going to say, I still have no idea what the scoring is of things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I went wild in that one, man. I, I don't remember now off the top of my head, but I remember when I was in the moment of drafting the team. You know, that's the funny thing about Scott Fish. Like, I was so busy. I was working and everything. And then, like, the day before it started, I was like, oh, crap. And then I jumped in the group chats and all this stuff. And I did all the research then. I did a whole draft. When you're in the draft, you're really into it and everything. The moment that draft was over, I was like... Oh wow, it's done. You know, like it doesn't really seem like it there's was anything deflating. else. I had fun this time too. I, I liked it because um I I I picked at one on one. I decided to shake it up and not be in the middle, not be at where I was randomly at. And then at the end of the draft, which I chose, you know, I was like, I'm gonna shake this up and I'm just it's not gonna be Patrick Mahomes' fault if I don't make the playoffs this year. And so I drafted him at one on one. And and honestly, it went really well. I thought I don't care that, you know, some people questioned a couple of my picks, but I loaded up um, on running back. I loaded up. I, I have, you know, good quarterback. I, I feel like I have the best team I've ever had in Scott Fish, but still, like, it's it's always burned my ass. I had more fun in our draft for um, the Eliminator, the HQ Eliminator, because I didn't take a quarterback until, like, Ryan, round 953, and I don't have any quarterbacks, but I have a bunch of running backs and wide receivers, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, I'm not going to need, you know, I look at the, across the teams. There's what, like four, 17 teams in that league, or is it 16? I forget. But in our league, there's so many teams. Like, not everybody has good quarterbacks anyway that maybe that, you know, stocking up on those running backs and wide receivers, those kind of leagues with those with those crazy rules, I think it gives us an edge. I think you can always, like, find a competitive edge. It's fun. I don't, I don't care how I do. I, I, I look at him like, oh, I don't care how I do in Scott Fishball. I don't expect to win it, so I'm just having fun. I just draft the team, and if it ends good up for being you, man. good, great. I don't well, expect you, to win for sure. You know what? You know what happened to me though. I I was telling everybody that you know you just you're just supposed to have a good time, draft who you want, do what you want to do. Um, but I was like I said, I was out of town this weekend, and I got an alert. You know when somebody in a group chat mentions your name on a DM, mm -hmm. it shows up on your thing. And somebody wrote in in the DM for the Monster Division. It says, "Wow, FF Blitz, you're ranked 22 overall in the Scott Fish Bowl." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "Holy crap!" I, I, I heard that that's like inversely proportionate to how you're really gonna feel. <laughs> Regardless, whatever it is, I was just like, sweet. I love that. That's awesome. I mean, you have I have like 20 running backs. <laughs> I do. I have a whole bunch of running backs. I like my first five picks were running backs and then a quarterback, you know? So I had a good time. But when they said that to me, I was like, all right, sweet. That's awesome. But it, it's the same as you, Shane. I don't expect anything. But when somebody sent that, I thought that was pretty cool. So we did have another news and, story here. Oh, what? What'd you say? I said, yeah, if I win, if I, I'll tell you right now, if I win, I'm going to go on every podcast that invites me on and tell them that I had an actual strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Listen, here's the next stomp, the next stompy create a legacy yeah. for yourself. Yeah. Win that league. No, I, Shane, I understand what you were saying because that is definitely what you would do. Um, <laughs> so there was this, this, this Jonathan Taylor it. news thing. I love that you write uh -oh. on the show sheet that uh, it's a tour of misery. Are you saying yeah, for him just, or for us? Just uh, for everyone, everyone involved. Everyone involved because 
one, him saying he wants to trade is causing Jim Irsay to come out and tweet more stupid things when he's getting. And look, I'm not judging him for you know, I mean, whatever. Just put the tweet. I have it. Oh, well, no, yeah, me neither. It. Me no, neither. I don't. I never did it. Um, <laughs> oh what I'll God. say is this, Jim Irsay, you should probably stop tweeting. You, you'll never had to work a day in your life. Talk about a weird ass the owner. Money. What a weirdo. Jerk off. Anyway, so like I get I get the NFL and look, this isn't even a thing about fair market and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Running backs get what they get, but just shut up. You 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 piece doesn't he also look like the dude from uh what was it that, that movie what was it called Breathe? Where the guy yes. was blind and he yes. killed everyone that came into the house. He does look like a freak uh, like that. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. I don't think he's the same guy. I'm not claiming it, but I'm just saying but he, he might, might be a so, should, so this entire little uh, minute uh, rant is all uh, going to be bleeped yeah. out on iTunes, but uh, the patrons will hear it. Why? Because I called Jim Marshall. Yes, he I is definitely. And you just did it again. <laughs> guy is such a though. He's got problems. Yeah, like I, don't, I can't I don't, believe he owns a team. Put it just is Jim Marshall going to. Oh my god. <laughs> I love I love our patrons and I love that our patrons will hear all that. But go ahead. So let's He's talk about you, let's talk really. about Jonathan Taylor, please. Not to uh, mercy. Anyway, so Jonathan Taylor, uh it's not really good, man. I mean, look, here's the it's thing. It's not, I'm so sick. So he has to play six games, right? So I've heard I think yeah. everyone gets this at this point has to play six games to an accrue of free agents uh, a year towards free agency. Okay. But there's nothing after those six games that says when they try to put you in that you don't go, my back hurts. Oh, I think <laughs> I'm I not playing concussion. anymore. Yeah. Hey, Jim, I'm sorry. I'm hurt. Yeah. Like, and that, and you know, that's what I would do. And normally I would say, you know, the, the, obviously these athletes are built different than us mentally and physically. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty they, sure you're right. Yeah. A little bit different physically. Just Bit, but they genuinely seem to be shitting all over him. Like they want to put him on the NFI list for a back injury that's a non-football related. Yeah, you know they threaten him with that. Just all types of stuff, man. Hey, we've got one of the best running backs in the league. Let's be assholes to him. What the yeah, it's f- the point. It's very like, and I get they don't want to pay him, but at least placate him. You know what I mean? Just say the right shit to him, and dude. Him- they all get paid. At least you have one that's really, really good. Well, you know what's funny? You you and I, Shane, that one week, a couple weeks ago when Jeremy wasn't here, you mentioned that whole thing about how the running backs, like you just said, ow, 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 or whatever, near week 10 or whatever. That same week I heard uh, Stephen A. Smith say, say some, a bunch of similar stuff after you uh, saying the same type of thing for some of these running backs. Uh, who yeah. knows? So, yeah, so in fantasy-wise, for you know, we talk about reality, but for us-wise... How do we handle Jonathan Taylor? Do I'm you nervous. do you bail on him? Do you do you see if somebody else is willing to bail on him and grab him, or what do you do in this situation? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm thinking probably based on you know his age and how good he is that I'm going to try to acquire him because no matter what happens there, like next year, you know, if you reset, he's going to be playing football, right? What are they going to do? 
what's the what's the worst case like shane you kind of just said it like what where he sits out or something like that but what's the worst case for 2024 what happens after this year let's pretend like he doesn't even play this year because it's just such a mess what happens after 2023 he let's assume he's he played the six games we have to assume that and that or, or it's a mess yeah i and then he they tag him and so he's, he's there like, again. Oh, yeah. man. So he's again, so angry. And then he goes, you know what? Okay. Six more games. And ow, my knee hurts. Okay. So then. so 12 games in two years. So now yeah. you're both back to reality. What do we do for fantasy then? Because we're, we're talking about right now. What are, what are team? I mean, most teams have already got him on his team. Right. Got him on their team if they have him. I think we have to find a, a person. I mean, I think that's the only choice we have. Why do I have to keep bleeping stuff that, that's going to get yeah, either one of you two in trouble? Yeah, we can't. Exactly. I got to. Like, I've, I've come close to that. So what I will say, here's some real world trades. Let me ask you this. If you okay, can. thank you. So that's what. Where... The DLF trade finder. Um, it has a theme song when you play. At least it does in my head. I don't know if other people hear it. But anyway, so. I believed you. I believed that there was some kind of song that's played when you clicked on it. So Jonathan Taylor and a 2025 third round pick or a 2024 first and a 2025 second. Well, Mm. you know, we always talk about like what your team is like now and what you can do. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't know. Here's the thing: he, does it does that matter considering the situation? Well, that's Taylor. the thing. So that's where it comes to my question that I asked you: what you think? So if you think that this is all just uh, off season talk and bullshit, and by the time we kick off the week one, it'll all be over, and he plays, then I'd rather have him on my team. If you believe that this is really happening and that this is going to cause a situation like you two guys just said, where he plays only six games this year and six eight, then I would rather have the first and second, you know? Yeah, it's a hell of a dilemma, man. But I'm just gonna go I'm just gonna go by how good he is and I want the Taylor side. I, I gotta believe something shakes out somehow. Right. NFL wise, like something's gotta give. So I'm gonna okay. probably go with the Taylor no player, side no, too. Okay. So how about this one? Let's try this one. How about this one for size? <laughs> Najee Harris. <laughs> hey, let's look at this one. Najee Harris and a twenty four second or John Taylor. Hmm. I'm out. I'm taking Najee and I'm bouncing. Yeah, I think I I think I want Najee in the second just because uh, first of all I'm a bigger fan of Najee than I think a lot of people might be, and I I have no grounds for that. But I see I think I pick up on everything negative I ever see about that guy, and I'm like, you know what? This is a hell of a running back. But that in a second, not having to worry. Steelers love running backs. I mean. I, I might want that anyway. If it's a high second pick, you know, that's that's nice. That was my answer I was going to say. What in reality is the actual difference between the two players, fantasy-wise, points-wise? Like, what was the difference between Najee and Jonathan last year? And, and if it's astronomical, then that's different. If it's a normal difference between two running backs, then yeah, I'd rather have the running back that doesn't have any kind of controversy floating around and a second. Yeah, so Taylor had a, obviously had a down season last year. He finished as the RB17. Harris also had a down season compared to his rookie season, especially in the beginning of the year, and he finished as the RB19. So point difference <laughs> of about one. So then, yeah, one then one there's one. no question. I'd rather have the thing yeah, that doesn't have the controversy yeah. and the second-round pick. Yeah, you know. It's funny because it's— I, Honestly, it's, I'm higher on Najee Harris than I am on Taylor. 
Yeah, and you know what's funny is this is apropos of nothing really, but I'm uh, I'm actually it's not germane to the conversation, but I'm actually kind of in on uh, Najee Harris this year. <laughs> I like yeah, that. No, I'm, 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 big, I'm a big fan too. <laughs> he ran. No, I'm I'm with you, Shane. I, I have high hopes for him. Listen, the Steelers love running back, so you know he's going to get the rock a lot. He's he's the volumes built in for their number one back, so that and that's something, right? That that that's something you go in, you know, that you go into drafting him, with knowing that they're gonna that they're gonna give him the ball a lot, and and I think he's a great running back. So honestly, he could on his own from game one to game, you know, to the end of the season, do better than Taylor quite honestly and then when you're throwing in that second round pick and the in the in the uh dialogue we just had the the dilemma we're facing yeah i mean i i love Najee harris i just think it's funny because he doesn't get drafted as high as i think he should he's like a value i feel like he's a steal sometimes in fact i feel like he's he's definitely a value this year i feel like i I don't like him long term but i mean there's not many running backs i like long term anyway but on a one-year shot he's good Two, three, two-year windows for those guys. Let me ask you something, Shane, because Jeremy and I, we had this three-way conversation a few weeks back oh, with... Yeah. <laughs> you know what's so funny? In my head, I heard that once I was going to say that you were going to react in a certain way. But we we had this conversation a couple weeks back about the, the picket and uh, the Kenny Pickett thing and you're trading for a first-round pick and you put the poll up and all that kind of stuff. Does your feelings on Kenny Pickett make your feelings on Najee Harris go up or down based on how you feel about Pickett? Like you said, you're kind of in on him. Are you in on him based on what you think about Kenny Pickett or are you in on him based on what you just think about Najee Harris? Just in general, I just think he's going to see better volume or he's going to see volume this year. And I think he's got to. He's got to improve a little bit based on better than, oh my goodness, he's got to regress to the mean a little bit compared to what he was last year. Um, it's just, you know, not not any great reasoning behind it other than I just think he's going to be better than he was last year. because He's going to do better. So the, picket, what, the list the, Frank, right? But the picket thing doesn't have anything to do with that for you. No, nah, I don't think that it's going to be any good. I mean, I, I don't know. I literally have no idea what to think of Kenny Pickett. I think he's a low end. He's a mid, at best, mid QB too. Well, and then Jeremy, you, you, for some reason, you're looking like Max Headroom right now. I don't know what the heck's going on. <laughs> of course, we make it 32 oh, really? minutes. We make it 32 yeah, minutes exactly. into it, and then all of a sudden, you get all messed up. I but, blame my kids. But what about the opposite for you? Uh, Jeremy, like you do like Kenny Pickett. Does that have any influence on you on Najee Harris based on what you think could happen with Kenny Pickett? No, not really. I mean, I I was thinking of Najee independent of the quarterback. I just know that they, you know, they're going to give that high volume is what Najee Harris is going to do. I think he'll do better, the better that the passing game is. And I do believe in Kenny Pickett. Yeah. I mean, um, I think he's going to be markedly better than last year. I, I know Shane's down on him. I don't know that he's a top 15 quarterback, you know, um, top 10 guy or anything like that. But I think fantasy points wise, he can be a top uh, 15 guy. No, you know, no problem. I definitely want him over a lot of the lower quarterbacks. So when I'm drafting my backup quarterbacks, I'm drafting him higher than, you know, some of those guys that you like, yeah, you know, meh. I'm going to draft this guy to be my backup quarterback, Russell Wilson. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, he's one of those guys. Um, but I, I do have, I do think Pickett's going to be, um, be better, but no, Najee Harris, independent of the quarterback there, just the volume that he's going to get. And he, and I think he's a really good running back, but like Shane said, the problem with people is they draft these running backs 
and they think they're going to have them for like five, seven, eight years, and that's just not reality. Like you, you can't count on a running back for that long. It, we have too many. There's so much evidence of those guys not lasting for more than five years, even if they come into the league at like 20 years old or something. You know, right. um, uh, I, I want a lot of them. I might draft them highly, but I'm not counting on them more than like three years at a time. Sure. You can't. No. And, and listen, I think, I think we've talked about it enough times about backups and third strings that you just got to go that way. So, but listen, I, I just wanted to know based on those two conversations we've had over the weeks, what you guys thought, but Shane on the sheet, you have your Twitter bits as the next thing that we were going to talk about. And of course on I my love this segment, yeah, but on my list, it's just a link that says Twitter with Shane is the worst and Blah, blah, blah. And you can't get to it. Well, <laughs> you can't get to we've it. had this conversation plenty of times. It doesn't open when I try to yeah. do it. So, uh, so one. <laughs> so I was just curious. I just tweeted out earlier. I just I just wanted to see, and it was pretty. Uh, it's not done yet, but it's a uh, pretty decisive so far. Yeah. So I was just asking the general public: when you make trades, right, in dynasty leagues, um, are you making trades? Do you find yourself moving? player for uh, position for position or do you generally try to make trades across the position so like are you trying to trade a wide receiver for a wide receiver or are you trying to trade like a wide receiver for a running back for example uh-huh so what is your me. what is your feedback that you're getting on the poll that you post up it's about what i thought it would be so it was so far 76 percent of the respondents with about 300 votes in um say cross positionally and I thought that was wow. kind of intuitive. Yeah. I don't know, but what about you guys? Is there any? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I, I'm cross positional generally. I mean, I, there are cases where like I'm like, hey, I'll give you DK Metcalf for like my guy, right, or or something. You know, that happens. Or a quarterback for a quarterback. Normally, you're throwing something in, or they're throwing something in to kind of even it out. But right. generally, no, I'm not trading a running back for a running back or a wide receiver for a wide receiver. It's it's cross positions. Yeah, that's a good I, point. My answer for that is I can't believe it's only 76%. I, I think would think it would be even higher. I think it would be really <laughs> right. higher because it, it, listen, I we've I've been doing this since the 90s with pens and paper and newspapers and and all that kind of stuff. Shh. And yeah, whatever. Um and but but I rarely see a time where you Look, if you're going to only talk player for player, it's very rare that you trade a running back for a running back or a wide receiver for a wide receiver. There's other pieces in there that could end up doing it. But what is really the point? It, it, this running back is and this running back is like, why would two people just swap in the same position? I mean, it, the it, same it player? I it, mean, well, of be course. Like, I'll give you Tyreek Hill for, you know, Jamar Chase. No, no, no. Yeah, I, 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 I get that. probably it, the right answer. But you know, the, my favorite player. But but right. By and large, that that's not what that's not why you, you would generally do it. But Jeremy, that's 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 how I I started off by saying it does happen sometimes, sure. But I don't see it happening as much. J Shane said, "Why do I think the the percentage should be higher?" I don't see it happening as much. 
unless there's other pieces in there. Yeah, I'll trade you this running back for this running back, but I need a second round pick or I need a third round. Yeah, you, you always know. have like a sweetener, right? Right, right. But it seems more uh, obvious to me to go, I'll give you this running back for this wide receiver because on my team, I have X amount of running backs, but my receiving core sucks or vice versa. My receiving core right. is awesome and my running back sucks. So you do that cross position trading. It just seems more uh, prevalent than the other one. So that's why when you said 70%, I thought it'd be in the 90s%. Oh, I mean, you know? it's, it's I'll give you Mike Evans for Jonathan Mingo. <laughs> what were you saying, Shane? It's 76%. So, I mean, it's up there. It's definitely up there. But it's yeah. up there. Yeah. I mean, like Jeremy was saying, like, that's the only, because I was even trying to think about it. The only, uh, the only, that's not English. The only, um, instance I can think of when you trade that makes sense to trade position for position is when one team's clearly rebuilding and the other is a contender. And it's like, yeah, but uh, even, let me get that age discount. But, but even yeah. when that happens though, there's either some other piece involved or it's that like playoff push in week 14 or 15 where you're fine getting rid of the guy that's playing good right now and you'll take that young and and of course jeremy it's not every single time but it seems like the majority it would be that you know i agree with you and in fact i'm about to send you mike evans and a dollar for jonathan mingo because i want that age discount but i i like i said i was just i thought it now did you get any comments as well or do you only have like answers to the poll because it'd be interesting to see what people say yeah i mean not a lot of comments um like one of the comments was uh back hold on I already read it and I can't remember. I already started moving on to something else. I'm sorry. Uh, I knew you did. You always. Oh, wait. I can't just click on the link. That's right. I Let me click on the link. Hold on. And like, you can just edit this. I will be editing this. Yes. So uh, he, he knows this that. Is, yeah. This is my favorite answer. Uh, at John, Jock, and then a bunch of f-ing numbers. Um, picks because my team sucks and I'm trying to get points off my roster. But that doesn't even answer. What do you mean picks? You just said you trade position. Oh, they're just giving you an answer, not even caring what your poll says. (laughs) Oh, I I like our buddy Swag's answer. Depends on the situation. Maybe wide receiver, wide receiver, if looking for a stack or if I'm trying to rid of an elder. Generally, when making a trade, I want to fix a need, but plenty of wants come into play. So he didn't really support either side of that, but he's saying maybe I would go tit for tat. Yeah, and then Tommy Blair, FF Tommy Blair B, he he gets it. He says, well, bigger edges across positions, IMO, which is, in my opinion, that dude's in my Scott Fishbowl League. He drafted a really good team. Wait a second. I'm still going to beat him, though. I want to ask you something, Shane. I sent out the invite tonight for for the StreamYard to do our show, and your response was four letters. So you Mm. just like to tell us right now that IMO is in my in my opinion. What were the four letters you texted me? I don't remember. Uh, O N M W. (laughs) So yeah, on my way. Right. Okay, so I figured out what it meant, but is that really the? Is that really like what you normally respond O-N-M-F-W. to people when you text? Uh, I don't know. I kind of make up my own. Like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you join it up. Yeah, I join it up. Like people ask me, like they'll email me at work, and they'll be asking me to do something, and I'll just email them back D. 
<laughs> save my time from typing out the word dung. It's just to me, I didn't know if it was something that you commonly do or you were just doing it for me or whatever, but I just thought it was kind of funny. I, I figured out what it meant. It didn't, it wasn't that difficult to figure you it out. You did not. You uh, thought he was like texting you something fun. No, I figured out what it meant. I just thought it was funny that you make the jokes about being the age that you are and you're texting just letters instead of words. <laughs> so. Look, you already know my position on speaking English. If I could, I would just use emojis at all times. <laughs> um, I don't like talking to people. I don't like saying words. If I could get away with it, I would just I would just use emojis in real life. Like I would whip one out. I think that you should. I, I think that out. you should walk around the fantasy football expo with a whole bunch of mo- emoji po- uh, cards in your pocket and just put the card <laughs> up over your face when you start talking to people. Uh, I think you'll you'll have a good time there. So look, we're already forty five minutes into this. We, do you want to throw up one of these trades real quick, or do you want to push all the trades to the Patreon? Push Man. it, push it real good. We, we got some big. Trades. I'm just going to get one. into one, but I'm going to get into one with me that me and Outhouse made. Well, actually, oh, Outhouse. But here's another here, just big trades all ever or, or wide <laughs> trades, whichever you prefer. Oh um, when you said Outhouse, I was thinking, why do we have to get all the way to the end? And then you're, listen, I don't have any room left on my piece of paper to write the letters. So, all right, tell us about this big <laughs> oh, trade that you have. And then we'll move the rest to the Patreon. So this was just a, I guess some people didn't like this trade. Some people did, whatever. I don't really care what people think. Um, sure you do. I traded Justin Fields straight up for saw Anthony this. Richardson. Saw this. And I was going to add that there's a point per carry premium. I was going to add that there's a point per first down premium. And then I realized that doesn't matter with these two particular quarterbacks because they would both be advantageous for so them. would you say you definitely make you generally make trades cross positional or <laughs> i definitely made a, a cross positional trade Sorry. okay so the thing is and especially people that listen to the show there's times where you something happens and then you just want a player on your team and then you go into all your 30 plus leagues and you try to get that player. And, and was this one of those things where you just wanted Anthony Richardson and you decided, okay, the only way I could get him is with this piece or that piece. And listen, we all know the relationship you have with outhouse. You two guys are able to pull off some trades sometimes. So was this something he said other things, but that's a nice way to put it. Mike. Was this something that he sent to you, you sent to him, or was this a counter? This wasn't a trade. Uh, that This wasn't an outhouse and me trade. This was uh, the, a trade. Yeah, the outhouse trade's coming up. It's 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 running backs and stuff. So this trade. You made this big grand yeah, gesture about you so and outhouse, too. and then you talked about a trade, nope, so I, I thought about, you made it. I was just mentioning we'll talk about the big, 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 big oh. trade. Oh. Now Mike um, really has to edit. So yeah. what? Yeah, Whatever. I don't have to edit. I don't care that I yeah. said it no, wrong. So the, the Anthony Richardson thing is, so I just, I was looking at, you know, uh, my wow. friends over at Dynasty Hash Daddy. Not Hash, Jesus Christ. Dynasty, Dynasty hyphen Daddy. Dynasty Daddy. Uh, much better than Dynasty Planet. Um, uh, great site. Um, and I was just noticing, like, I'm like, oh, I have like five Justin Fields and two Anthony Richardsons. Okay. I, that's a lot of Justin Fields. And I, I want to... I want to just up my uh, 
my Anthony Richardson a little bit, even those out. So I just went into a couple leagues, see if I could move Justin Fields uh, for some players. Uh, also made a trade in HQ1 with uh, Jim Dick. Um, Jim Dickey, very convenient that you could move Justin Fields for Anthony Richardson just like that with one fell swoop. But yeah, and that's all this really was is just trying to even it out a little bit, my, my exposure, if you will. So that is why I brought it up. That was the whole reason why I just said that to you. Because that type of trade, like you mentioned earlier about whether you do one for one in the same position, there's always some kind of reason to do it. So I, whether I was incorrect on whether it was outhouse or it was another uh, player, it does that doesn't matter. The question and the answer is still the same. You asked what we thought about the deal. The deal was made based on the fact that you wanted more more uh you wanted to diversify his his portfolio that's that's the driver right right so your question when you ask you know which side is a better side or whatever it doesn't really matter what anybody thinks is a better player on each side you wanted to have that player on that team and that's why you did it and that that ends up being a lot of the times why you and a lot of other people make trades especially when it's a player for player in the same position Cool. So portfolio portfolio players definitely probably make more position for position straight up trades. So that's interesting. Yeah. That's how it worked out. Yeah. And you're also one of those kind of players that like to take risks and like to go for the unknown, especially the unknown that has a lot of hype and that people believe will be a good player. But that's a perfect trade almost too, Mike, based on what you just said. That's the perfect trade for anybody on either side of this. If you believe in Anthony Richardson, yeah, okay, I'm going to trade Justin Fields for Richardson because I – that's the guy. Or if you're, you know, high on Justin Fields, you know what? I drafted Richardson. I couldn't get the other two guys, whatever. Or I drafted him one on one. I can really cash in, which I'm surprised. If you take him at one on one or one oh two, you might be able to get more than Justin Fields from some people, but still like I I believe in this guy, so I'm I'm gonna trade for the other guy. That's the perfect case because both of those guys have such uncertainty around them. Yeah. It's kind of a it's kind of a, a real um, you know. Uh, kind of like a what do I want to say? Um, yeah, I can't think of the word, but it's that. It's like a microcosm of like the trades we were talking about before, one for one, because of their you know you're uncertain about both players maybe. Well, and it's cool because it wraps everything together with your Twitter bit, with your poll, with the trades. And to me, that shows the the example of that smaller percentage of why you would do it. And, you know, I know Jeremy made a little uh, comment before saying, oh, well, maybe if you really like one player or the other, you do one for one as well. There, there's always that little bit of a reasoning why, but most of the time it just seems to me that it's cross-positional. So, look, I made a mistake about the outhouse thing but now we're going to take the outhouse thing since you say it's such a big deal let's take it over to the Patreons we'll talk about it over there if you want to hear that trade and want to know what why Shane made it such a big deal uh, go ahead and join our Patreon and Shane tell everybody about what they get for joining it hey join Patreon and if you are already a patron if you could go ahead and uh, send over your mailing info to me so I can get some some stuff out to you the, the podcast related not like i'm not going to send you like a serial killer murder thing but the handwriting will look serial send you killer-ish. a dong in the mail you're yeah, supposed to be promoting picture. it well I mean, look, i'm sorry so anyway 
<laughs> if you're already a patron, please send me your information so I can send you the swag. Uh, you get some swag. You get the uncensored version of this podcast. You get a bonus podcast. Look, you know the weeks, if you're an iTunes listener, Apple's listener, uh, Podbean listener, <laughs> Stitcher. Stitcher's going away. Stitcher's, Stitcher's going away. Going oh. Um, but you know, those weeks you think we take off cause you're like, Oh, they didn't do a show this week. Yes, we did. We did it for the patrons cause we like them better. Than you. Um, hopefully Michael doesn't cut that out. No, I won't. Um, I don't the, ever cut that out. It, I keep me, it in there. Yeah. Group me chat. You know, it's not discord. I know the youngs like the discords, but there's a couple older gentlemen. Uh, well, mostly us. Um, so we, we like the group me written content. Sometimes we'll review rosters, you know, all types of stuff. So become a patron. Oh, yeah. uh, it's better than not being a patron, and you're a better human being. <laughs> That's awesome. And, yes, you know. And rumor has it Madman's going to do 32 teams in 32 days, resurrect that, and post it on the patron site. 32 teams in 32 days. That's a lot of work. But um, I think Madman's up for the challenge. Awesome. Do we have 32 days left before the NFL season it's, starts? It's we it's do. It's We're real close. We're, I think it's. <laughs> If I start on my birthday, <laughs> August 6th on Sunday, we'll have just enough time to do one team a day for 32 days. Well, why yep. don't you start on the day before your birthday, just so on your birthday you don't have to do it, you know? <laughs> But you that's mean, awesome. Like tomorrow. Yeah, right. that's awesome. So if you want to hear Jeremy's 32 teams in 33 days, uh, check it of, out and join join our Patreon account. And we're going to move over there right now. And also, hey, we've got Monster over here. We're still waiting for Monster to become a, a, a sponsor yeah, Mike, for our show. That would be awesome. What? I don't know. I got the the Monster Scott Fishbowl and all that stuff. So that'd be amazing. So listen, uh, thanks Maybe for listening. Thanks for listening. It's going to be very sad that we're not going to be able to make it to the expo next week, but Shane will be there in all his glory and yes. you can say hi to Shane. What? Yes. And if you were planning on buying Michael or Jeremy a drink, you could buy me the drink instead because <laughs> I am an alcoholic. Nice. <laughs> yes, yes, please. Do it. All the people that I have a lot of fun drinking with, please go drink with Shane and have a great time. So, all right, we love you all. We'll talk to you guys next week and uh, say goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next week. Say goodbye, Shane. Good night, Shane. I didn't say good night. I said goodbye. We still have another whole show to do. <laughs> Bye, Shane. <laughs> All right.